This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome into Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. The Magic Losers last night in OKC, 102-94, to but not too much time to fret. Back at it in just a couple hours in Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, and the new-look Dallas Mavericks. And we head to Dallas now. D is in the big D. Dante Marcatelli joins me uh, from Dallas, Texas, getting set for that game tonight and Dante let's look back at last night Thunder 102 Magic 94 and some news today Terrence Ross dealing with a little knee soreness I think uh, Steve Clifford kind of surprised us post game last night when he when he mentioned that T Ross hadn't practiced for a couple days I think at least at the very least it explains a little bit some of the shooting woes we've seen so far yeah it could be and I think you know we, he, he asked out at the end of that game so I think it was bothering him a little bit uh, even towards the end of the game last night and don't know how long he's been battling that but certainly had to miss a couple of practices uh, but if this is if this has been nagging at him and not allowing him to to be the human torch Terrence Ross that we're used to, then that could certainly explain some things. So give him a chance to to rest on a back-to-back, and you're also going to get rest from Obamba, uh, who, as we know, for the time being, will not play in back-to-backs. He'll he'll miss one of the games. Uh, Tonight it was deemed the the game that he'll miss. So you'll see more Kim Birch, and probably creates an opportunity for Michael Carter-Williams to get in there. Remember, he only went to nine-man rotation last night did not play mcw who was available for him uh so maybe just giving him one more night as well to, knowing that he would need him probably for big minutes here tonight against Doncic. uh but yeah it's 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 tough you, you just you want this team to get going <laughs> you desperately want them to kind of find that groove they were in last year and you know injuries will set you back and and that is a huge one terrence ross is arguably the second best player on this team and they need him cooking here at some point and and, and as we know d in the preseason and training camp terrence ross uh missed a couple practices and so you know it's it's just kind of a rhythm thing right. especially with a guy like that and then you look at vooch and you look at evan fournier and they had different summers than everybody else did and they're struggling you know vooch kind of got it going there uh for about a three-game stretch but you look at last right. night specifically right. vooch was four or fifteen Evan was 0 of 7. If the if those three guys aren't producing for you offensively, it's going to be really tough for this team to win games. Yeah, it certainly is, and this is what we saw last year from Evan Fournier. He just couldn't quite get it going from uh, from the floor. It did, you know, one of the one of the worst field goal percentages of his career. But it's really alarming, you know, for him to have an 0 for 7 game and to not get a field goal at all. He missed a left-handed layup right at the rim yep. in the fourth quarter that, that could have maybe played a difference in that one and, and just uh, not, not really able to get going. I think the real alarming thing is Nick Vucevic is you know, struggling mightily from beyond the arc, and I think we have to find a way to get him going. He, he's a much better shooter than what we've seen, but he's, what, 5 of 26 from distance for 19%. And to be the consummate stretch five that we're looking for in today's NBA game, uh, he's got to hit those, and everything looks short, Jake, to me with him. Yeah, and I know, I know, I know. Coach Clifford mentioned it last night. 
He had a different summer last year than he did this past year. This past year was with the national team, and last year he came in on such a roll, such a rhythm, great shape, ready to go, and he's kind of struggled to ramp it up again. And we've seen a couple of woeful shooting performances, the one of 13 in Toronto, and then last night I believe it was four of 14. So a lot, of, a lot even that hook shot, you know, he, he's, he's perfected that, that little floater in the lane, and then that running hook, everything was short. So I don't know if that's a legs thing or if he needs to kind of just – just keep fine-tuning things and get in better shape, but but he doesn't have the lift on that three-point shot yet. And and you could maybe survive uh, an outing if Vooch or Evan or T. Ross are not shooting it well, but when all three of them struggle mightily from the floor, you just typically you're not going to have a shot. Although they did, you know, we were, I was I was trying to find out from Sports Radar who does the stats for Fox Sports Florida. When's the last time an NBA team won a game making just two threes? <laughs> That's where it was headed. Uh, 1957. Time, I think it was it was probably pre-merger. Was <laughs> pre-merger, pre-merger before the three-point line existed. Line. Yes, right. It would have to be. I, I, mean, I can't imagine how far back you'd have to go. And it didn't matter because they didn't end up winning the game. But but they were tied and at one point had the lead and were two of 19 from distance. It was unbelievable. So they were in every game. But I'm tired of talking about it. You're tired of talking about it, and fans are sick of hearing about it. That's why I think it was good what Booch said last night. I got to be better. We have to be better. We got to hold ourselves accountable. And it's one thing to say, okay, it's early and we haven't hit our stride yet. It's another thing, you just, you got to do it. You're paid a lot of money as a team to go out there and knock down shots, and they're not doing it right now. You know, it's an interesting point Dennis made on the postgame show last night was, you know, just the. It's very easy for an NBA player, for any basketball player, to be discouraged and to let the defense slip when the ball's not going through the basket on the right. other end, right? Basketball's fun when you're making baskets. Right, and, right. and and this team hasn't allowed that to happen yet. So, you know, as frustrating as it can be both to watch and I'm sure to be out there and, and, and playing and performing and you're just not getting it going offensively, if you want a silver lining, it's the fact that this team has been in every game and you haven't seen a slippage yet on the defensive end. No, you're right. And going into the fourth quarter, you had 79 points. You were looking like you were going to have your first, you're going to have your first 100 point game of the season here now in Game Seven. So you really didn't have many offensive problems through three quarters. It's just when that fourth, when we flipped to the final frame, there you just uh, the, the offense just completely stalled. You had six points at the midway point of the fourth quarter. You had 15 in the entire quarter. I think you shot 26 percent or whatever. And then then you only ended up with three threes. Jonathan Isaac hit one under a minute to go. So, uh, you know, the the offense was better for three quarters before it stalled. But to your point, you know, you hold the, an Oklahoma City team, you know, within striking distance as well. You know, teams are, are you're holding your opponent, you know, to a, to a second fewest points allowed in the NBA under 100 points per game. And you've only had one or two teams even eclipse the 100-point mark. So, yeah, your defense is stout. It's holding on, and you're doing a much better job lately rebounding the ball, which that tends to go to Jake, to Dennis, and your point. You know, if you're not making shots, you don't have the energy, and I think that hurt them early on the glass uh, in the first few games. But uh, but they've, they've kind of corrected that, and they're doing a great job on the glass. For the most part, they're protecting the basketball. Didn't do a great job of that last night. And then they found a way to get to the free-throw line. Thank goodness for that. This is a team that's you know, always – 
30th in the NBA in free throw attempts, and, and they found a way to get to the line last night. So that was good. They weren't settling for jumpers, knowing that they just weren't hitting. They were able to attack the glass and get to the free throw line. And then when that defense kind of clamped down, that, that's one of the best defenses in the league, too, OKC. Yep. Even though they don't have Westbrook and they don't have Paul George, they're still a, a, an elite defense. And they just kind of they just kind of ramped it up, and Orlando couldn't get anything to drop last night. No. And you could didn't it feel like you could kind of you could kind of see him pressing once the first couple missed there to start the fourth. Yep, you kind of felt like everybody was saying, "Oh no, don't miss that." Then you're kind of aiming it and shooting it as opposed to just letting it fly. And 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 we've seen this earlier in the season. And you have guys who are trying to take over and and do it on their own. The ball right. stops snapping around. I had a flashback to that Toronto game in the fourth quarter last night. Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, those guys in winning time uh, down yes, down right. the stretch. I mean, they just make smart plays. They make savvy veteran plays, and they know how to close out a game. And Magic aren't quite there yet. No, they're not. And I think that's you know you hit the nail on the head. They. They have a Hall of Famer that they can go throw the ball in his hands. And Chris Paul made two big baskets down the stretch. And then even that being said, and listen, I know fans don't want to hear it. The Magic should have won these games. There's no excuse. They should have won these games. But, you know, Trey Young banks in a miracle three, and you lose that game. Yeah. Nikola Jokic does everything wrong and unorthodox on a fallaway jumper and gets that rainbow to fall, and you can't beat the Denver Nuggets. But you're in these games because of your defense, and you're getting these are back-breaking plays. But you also should have been well ahead if you could knock down any, if you could get any semblance of offense going. And those plays wouldn't have mattered one bit. Look, we're seeing what Trey Young means to that team. He's back now, and they just knocked off another. I think it was San Antonio last night. They knocked off another uh, good team. They beat Philadelphia earlier. You know, they gave Miami a running. So I mean, this is a, it's a good Atlanta team. You're playing good teams right now, and you're taking them down to the wire. But you got to win them. They got to win them. They started two and six last year. They ended up twenty and thirty-one, as we know, before the turnaround. But but you can't let this get away. This is a tough one tonight, in my opinion. I, I think you had to get the one last night. I think tonight's a very difficult game to win on a back-to-back with a team that's just absolutely rolling. Uh, but then, but you know, stranger things have happened. Maybe tonight's the night the offense explodes and you can get this one. But to me, you have a very big four-game homestand coming up after this. You know my affinity for hyphenated names. I I really wanted to see Michael <laughs> Carter Williams play last night so I could see Carter Williams on Gilgis Alexander. That would have at least made yeah. my night win or lose. D. But it's funny, you know. Look, Cliff said after the game, the defensive numbers. You look at just the defensive numbers from tonight. That's a win. Uh, you know, nine times out of ten, right. it's right. absolutely a win. So first half, as Gilgis Alexander is getting cooking a little bit, I'm going. Are we going to see MCW? And I don't think that w- would have made much of a difference. You needed an offensive spark last night. I do expect though MC. CW is going to work his way back into that rotation. Obviously, tonight with T. Ross out, I think is an ideal situation for him. But I wonder how Cliff feels. He, we know how much he loves MCW's defense and what he brings to the floor, but it's difficult to find spots for him right now because you really need offense on the floor. You do, and I think you know, you're know you at a situation where I, I think he tried to give guys more minutes, see if that would help the rhythm. Right. Uh, you know, Give Terrence Ross more minutes. I had to look at it. Terrence Ross didn't attempt a shot. In the entire first half, the last time that happened was 2017, mm. almost two year, almost two years ago to the day. Teams are keying in on him. Now they did last year, and he was able to rise above them and, and make shots. And you know, a guy like Kem Birch. Now Kem Birch is a difference maker, I think, playing with T. Ross because he sets the hardest screens on the team, and mm. he freed him up a ton of time. Uh, and then he was able to roll to the rim. So Terrence has that option. Teams have to game plan for that. And you know, he's not quite getting that same freedom. They're they're, they're not freeing him up as much. And, and again. 
you know, it's not many times that teams game plan for a guy coming off the bench. You do it with Lou Williams is one, and, and I think Terrence Ross is another one. So, you know, he, he's struggling with that. But to not get a shot off, I mean, that, that's a guy we have to get going. And, again, it's not going not gonna to happen here tonight. But uh, so yeah, I, I think you're trying to give guys more of a rhythm. Now you don't have that luxury. You've got a couple of guys out. You probably go back to a nine-man rotation that he's more comfortable with. Um, and Michael Carter-Williams, I would think, would get the opportunity. You've got a six seven two guard, which I know we'll talk about after the break, who is just lighting the world on fire. And you're going to need all hands on deck. And oh, by the way, Chris Porzingis isn't too bad either. And you're going to have to put uh, Jonathan Isaac on him. So you're really asking a lot of these guys defensively, but they're performing. They're performing on the defensive end. I think what we're finding out is defense, defense doesn't necessarily win games. <laughs> defense, defense keeps you in games. Scoring points wins games. <laughs> I think they have to, at some point, find a way to knock down some baskets. And you're going to be excited here tonight. Dorian Finney-Smith. So yes. Get another hyphenated, another hyphenated name tonight, Jake. I love it. I love it. Um, one more note on last night, because I did think, if you're looking for silver linings, I thought Mo Bamba's stretch in the first half was yes. really, really good. A seven-minute stretch. That's the Mo Bamba I want to see moving forward. And then Al-Farouk right. Aminu. I, if you watch Al-Farouk Aminu, if you look at the box scores, and if you and if you don't necessarily understand the intricacies of the game, you might not appreciate what he does on the floor. He was a difference maker last night. The bench kept the team in that game, especially in the first half last night, Dee. No, I think you're right, and I think that needs to be pointed out. You're going to look at some games, he's going to have five points or seven points or three points or may not score at all, doesn't, you know, doesn't knock down threes with great consistency, but he makes, the, he makes the little plays. He gets deflections right when he got in there last night. He knocked the ball away, which led to a fast-break uh, fast basket. Uh, so he has that ability, and, and then his ability to get to the free-throw line. I mean, he was a guy that after two timeouts, they put the ball in his hand on the low block, and he was able to go to work. One, he made a basket, and one, he got fouled. So I think you, you have that dimension that he can add to the game, but he, he's always in the right spot defensively. And, and, you know, we had big problems last year when Coach Clifford would break the lineup, when he'd pull the starters out and go to that second unit. You just had, you just had guys defensively that were overmatched. and We don't have that now. You know, we, they, we don't lose anything defensively when we go to that second unit. Uh, but, again, the, these guys, you now you're at with nobody making shots, you're asking more of Al Farouk Aminu. You know, yep. He got 13 points last night. He had a heck of a game. There's many nights he's not going to have that. But he did try to shoulder the load and was able to get to the free throw line. But you're right. It's a, you know it's taking a charge or being in the right spot defensively or when the ball is kicked and you, you, know, you need to rely on him to make the right rotation, he does it. And then he does set screens and he gets offensive rebounds and he does all the little things, some that don't show up in box scores. And you can see why Jeff and John valued him and, and he'll be a terrific addition. And, and again, this I... You know, I, I, everyone, there's a lot made of this continuity too, Jake, but there's also three new pieces. Sure. Markel Fultz, that, that is a bit, well, you have a new starting point guard. I think that's a, a big adjustment. He, eventually, he's just going to go. And, you know, right now he's trying to feel things out and see when to go and when to set up his teammates. And eventually he just won't be thinking he'll just be playing out there. Um, and DJ's feeling a new unit and you've got, you know, a new, a new second unit. Then you've got Mo Bamba, who wasn't a part of this last year, trying to fit in. And Aminu. So I, I think you do have some new pieces uh, that you're not used to. So that is going to take time. But at the end of the day, man, you got to make a shot. And, and hopefully that's what they get. Because you're 30th in offense, and it's not even close. You're not even close to the 29th team. So that, that just tells you, if you, you know, to even be in these games is remarkable. 
as you pointed out, with their defense. And, and eventually, you, you just got to hit them. Yeah, with Aminu specifically, I thought he did a great job second half on Gallinari. Uh, those jab steps, and Gallinari yes. gets open jumpers on everybody. And is it a block shot? No, but it's a miss because Al Farouk Aminu right. stuck with him and got a hand in his face. Uh, but it wasn't enough. 102-94 Magic Fall last night. And Isaac defensively with the blocks, uh, oh. a couple of big blocks. Oh, yeah. But you're right. Aminu was so smart, and you can't, you can't fool him. He doesn't buy on those fakes, and, and he did a great job defensively on, on Gallinari. You're right. No, and I and at some point that and I think it's coming, but at some point the defense has to turn into the offense uh, a little bit. You got to get out and run, and we've been saying it, but I want to see right. this team get up and down the floor. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Uh, Magic getting set for the Mavericks in Dallas tonight, but Magic fans be at Amway Center as the team takes on top opponents like the Los Angeles Lakers, Golden State Warriors, and Philadelphia 76ers when they come to town. Get your seats now at OrlandoMagic.com. See big games above all. More Magic Drive time right here, 96.9 The game when we come back. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic Flex Plans get you the games you want, when you want. Choose any games, lock in your seats, and save big off-gate prices. You can see top opponents like the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets, or choose the weekend games to fit your schedule. Any way you build it, Flex Plans allow you to experience magic above all the way you want. Visit orlandomagic.com slash flexplans to customize your plan today. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving, we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal.
I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply to your website and MLS 70168 Equal Housing. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the do. This is Mohamed Bamba of the Orlando Magic. Stuck in traffic? Then keep your dial on Magic Drive Time. Welcome back into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. Dante Marcatelli on the horn in Dallas, Texas. The 4-2 and two Dallas Mavericks taking on the 2-5 and five Orlando Magic tonight. Second half of a back-to-back. And we head back to Dallas uh, to talk with Dante about these Dallas Mavericks. I, D, I, we're all Luka Doncic fans, except for tonight, um, obviously. And I think we all expected this thing to come together eventually with Porzingis and Doncic. I'm a Rick Carlisle fan. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NBA. But this thing kind of came together quickly, and they look pretty darn dangerous, don't they? Oh, they're pretty good. They jumped out of the gates here 4-2 and two and looked pretty impressive doing it. Wins at Denver which is always impressive. Their only two losses have been to Portland and the Lakers. There's no shame in that. Uh, those are two of the best teams perennially in the Western Conference. But look at what Doncic has done Jake, in, his, in four of his last five games. Okay, here's what he's done. 29 points, 14 rebounds, 15 assists. That's what he did in his last game. Game before that, 31, 13, and 15. Right? So he's the youngest player to ever do back-to-back games of 29 uh, 13 and 15, right? Then he has uh, the, the game at Denver was okay, 12 points. The two games before that, 29, 12, and 9, 25, 10, and 10. It's just unbelievable. Luca Mania, and we're at the heart of it here tonight, and he's just a fun guy to watch. And 6 7, the way he handles the basketball and, and his IQ and the way he sets up his teammates. So we'll have about as good a matchup as you can. Aaron Gordon will draw him early. Uh, and you, know, you may see Isaac at times, so he'll he'll get a, a steady test. And he did wasn't terrific against the Magic last year in his rookie season, but he's out of the gates here quick. And our first look at Kristaps Porzingis as a member of the Mavericks as well. So that's just a formidable duo, and we'll we'll certainly be tested on the defensive end here tonight. The rebounding numbers are what are are so eye popping. Like, are they doing a yes. Westbrook thing where they're just letting him get fourteen, fifteen <laughs> boards? Yeah, get your triple double, Luca. Like, how does nobody else rebound on that team? I know, it must be, but you've got guys on there. You've got Dwight Powell, he's out there to rebound, and Porzingis is a you know, seven-footer that could be gobbling up rebounds as well. And then when you trot out guys like Kleber and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, that's their only job is to defend and rebound. So uh, the fact that he's prying boards away from those guys is, is just amazing. It makes you look at the rest of the league and you say, okay, you've got seven-footers and guys that are 6'9 that aren't rebounding nearly at the rate that this guy is. And, and I tell you what, I know you watch some of it too, but that game between Dallas and the Lakers, that was, you know, was a winnable game for them. It yep. went to overtime. And, you know, arguably if you foul at the end of that game and send them to the free throw line, you would win that game. But, yeah, that was that was a great battle to watch those two, and we're going to get to see it up close. And, and this is the true test. You know, you've got Cliff's incredible defense 
against that great mind also in Rick Carlisle. You know, Steve, as you mentioned, I know you're a big fan of his too. So uh, Jalen Brunson is also playing well for them. But this is a potent offense. And if you don't score points tonight, you're not going to be in the basketball game. You didn't talk about Boban. <laughs> I love Boban. <laughs> and in fact, you know what, David, you'll love this. So David Steele does Is This Anything every, right. every night on uh, – on, uh, on the telecast on Fox Sports Florida, right? So we jump on the air at 8 o'clock tonight uh, back home uh, on Fox Sports Florida. I know you have it at 8 o'clock as well here on the Magic Radio Network. But he was looking at tallest duos that ever played on the floor together. That's what he's looking at because at times you have Boban and Porzingis out there on the floor. So two seven-footers. We know about the Twin Towers and, and uh, Kim Olajuwon and Ralph Sampson, mm-hmm. but there have been bigger duos that have taken the floor together, and it is awesome to hear the names. I mean, it's, we're going to have a lot of fun on the broadcast here tonight, but one of them was uh, Pavel Podkolzin. I don't know if you remember that. Sure. Uh, Dallas, right? Yes, Dallas here. Yeah, 7'5 guy that they drafted once hit the floor with John Bradley, who was 7'7". Ah. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's like 15 feet had, of basketball player. Yes. You had Ralph Sampson and Manute Bull who played together. I was going to say uh, Manute had to be in there at some point. In Golden State, and then George Burison and Manupo were teammates. In Washington. Never on the, never, yeah, in Washington. Never made it on the floor together, but don't were teammates, so you had that length. That, that's when Bull had resorted to, to three-point shooting. You know, he kind of made his way out to the three-point line. But, yeah, it's it's so we got that Boban length with Porzingis, and he's got some fun nuggets to throw out there as well. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, we got about a minute left here. D, is this a? I mean, Dallas is obviously scoring at a at a pretty ridiculous rate right now, and offensively they've got a whole lot of firepower. And I think it's you, you know you kind of have a matchup of you know the uh, the irresistible force and the unmovable object with the Magic's defense and the Mavericks' offense. What's <laughs> ideal for the Magic? I mean, obviously we want to see the offense explode a little bit, but if they can keep it right around a one hundred five one hundred type game, I think that's probably ideal for Steve Clifford's bunch. Yeah, they're keeping teams to around 94, 95, which is unheard of, which means this team should be 7-0 and 0 yeah. if they score. They have all kinds of algorithms and analytics that show, you know, with, with what we have offensively, what should we score per game? And we're not even coming close to it. Had we been doing that, I mean, they would be winning these games in a row. So, again, you know, if we are scoring, the other teams adjust as well. But um, So I, I think ideally the defense stays where it is. Yeah, if you can hold this team to 105 points, that's a huge win yeah. on the road. They haven't played since Sunday. So that hurts a little bit. We're coming off a back-to-back. We're struggling offensively. I, I think you just have to avoid letting them come out and hit you in the mouth early. I, don't, I think you have to avoid getting down 15, 12, 15 points uh, early. We've struggled here. I think we've lost the last seven games in this building. So it's not been an easy place for us to play. But at some point, you got to get some confidence, Jake, because I see them pressing. And they got to get some confidence, hit some shots early. This, To me, this has to be an offensive night. you got to knock down shots tonight. All right. Well, that's the game plan. I don't know. I got a good feeling. Maybe it's just because maybe you just get put. You gave me good vibes, D. I'm feeling good right now. I like it. Okay. Well, that's what it takes. It just takes one night. And one thing I knew about this team last year, none of it made sense. You had <laughs> you came back off. You had a five game road trip, and then you come back on uh, and play Denver on a back to back, and you take them to overtime. So you can't look at the schedule. Can't look at the teams. Just eventually, shots are going to fall. Hopefully, it'll be tonight. All right, D. Bring us home a W. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. You want anything from Boban? You want an autograph? Like, I'll talk. Just, just tell him I said hello and um, and I miss him. You're right. You're good buddy from Detroit. My Will good do. buddy Will from do. Detroit. All right, there he is, Dante Marcatelli in Dallas, talking to Boban Marjanovic, and I'm very, very jealous. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Dante will be back in the house. Magic Mavericks coming your way eight o'clock for the pregame, eight thirty for the opening tap right here on ninety six nine The Game.
Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. The Amway Center and cheer for Magic above all as the Orlando Magic battle the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday, November 13th. See the team take on Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers during one of the biggest games of the season. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Another rebound, Orlando. That's Isaac. He'll take one step to the top and pack it down. Buy your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Sixers Wednesday, November 13th. It's big games above all. <laughs> 